Hi, Amber. Hi, Robin. Welcome to Pillow Talk. Thank you so much for doing this. I have my pillow. I'm ready You're to talk. In, bed. in the poor La Femme pajamas, you look beautiful in them. Aren't they beautiful? <laughs> Can we just talk about the amount of titles that you have? <laughs> we should, should we clean that up? Model, actress, environmentalist, climate change advocate, <laughs> and the list goes on. It's not on. me. You're such an advocate for so many causes, and we're so inspired by you. But I really wanted to centralize this interview on sustainability in fashion, and wanted to know when you became more conscious around clothing. Well, I started modeling really young and um, I saw when I was growing up, my mom was a bit of an, she was a normal person, but she was very active in the community. And I saw her protest and help stop a nuclear power plant from being built in Oklahoma on native land near our town. And, um, it, it kind of instilled something in me. And my mom always said, you know, you, you have to work for a better future and you have to uh, give to your community and you need to be of service. And remember, there's people who someone will always have less than you do and will always need help. And so as I started modeling really young, you know, that seed was planted and I, I kind of felt a discrepancy very early on within the fashion industry and and my own values. And I really didn't understand what it was. And then I kind of stepped away and started acting. And then I decided I wanted to get back into fashion, but in a new way and, and to carry my values back into the industry. And so I had already become more of an activist and uh, for, the, for the environment and for animals. And um, for me, I, I started really researching what was happening, how we made our clothes. And um, when I realized that the environment and social justice were all correlated to actually how we make our clothes, I realized that I had an obligation within the industry to start speaking about it and do something about it. I really wanna talk about that because we at Pour La Femme are just now adopting slow fashion techniques. And tell me what it means to buy responsibly. And what is slow fashion to you? Conscious, responsible, sustainable, um, slow fashion. We're all, those are all kind of, you know, they all live in the same um, arena together. But basically the current system of fashion, we just keep extrapolating new natural resources and wasting by uh, polluting water, polluting the air, uh, polluting soil. Soil is a huge issue right now because it's a huge carbon capture and we're just, the soils are basically dead in most places where they grow cotton and things like that. Um, obviously we're polluting the oceans, you know, it's, I could go on and on the destruction, what we're doing with natural resources. Not to mention that most people don't realize that clothing or textiles, even your pillowcases, cannot be thrown in the trash because the municipally trash, they don't, they don't, they just throw this in the garbage. It will just go into the landfill and it takes, it sometimes it doesn't even break down. If it's polyester, it doesn't break down. It's petroleum based. It'll last, it'll be in there for hundreds and hundreds of years. So 
the amount of waste that is not getting actually reused is tremendous. So it's clogging up landfills. And then you're losing resources because you've already used all these natural resources. You're losing resources that you could actually use to break down and make new again. So the newest kind of idea in fashion, I'd say that's that I think we're all banking on is circularity. So this idea that this garment right here is 100% cotton, it would be sent back to you or sent back to another facility, be broken down into a new fiber of cotton, new textile, and made into something else, whether it's another pajama for you or it's pillowcases, but it would be broken down into the simplest uh, form, which would be a yarn and, and made into a new material. And mm -hmm. so that's the idea behind circularity. And slow fashion is really the process. It's, a, it's about just slowing things down and being mindful and the process of where things are made, how they're made. Are you going to do a take back program? Less is more. The idea that maybe we don't need to think of success as bloated profit so that, you know, we just keep building and building and taking and taking, but yet we're successful if the people and the planet are well taken care of and we're building, you know, even profit, financial profit at the same time. So right. buy better, buy, be thoughtful about what you buy. So, you know, if you buy something that's, um, that's not very expensive, you have to remember there's a hidden cost behind it. Generally speaking, something that you buy for, you know, under $20, a t-shirt or whatever, that seems expendable, there's a much bigger cost behind it that is, it's, it's a hidden cost and it's a dark cost that's being paid. Somebody is suffering who's making it. More than likely, they're being paid wages that are way below normal, way below living wages. And they're also maybe being forced to work in, in hideous conditions most of the time. And then there's also the, the cost in which we're putting the planet under, which we've spoken about before. So it's being really mindful it would be better to invest in a t-shirt that you know is made maybe with a smaller company that's made maybe closer to where you live or um, maybe it's organic cotton or it's, um, you know, a bamboo fiber um, or, you know, it's regenerated cotton. Um, it would be better to invest in something like that and spend a little bit more money than it is to buy something cheaper that probably is going to get a hole in it sooner anyway. Um, the other thing is, is reusing things. Like I think people forget that they can like change a hemline or, you know, cut off those jeans that maybe the length is sort of weird now and they can make them into jean shorts or you can make even a skirt out of a pair of jeans. Like there's so much you can do with an outfit. I change hem lengths on dresses all the time. Um, you can dye things you can sell them or you can give them away. So it's it's reuse, repurpose, um, and re-envision things mm -hmm. and reduce. You know, right. it's also about like, what do I really need? And 
And if I'm gonna invest in something like these beautiful pajamas, I know they're gonna last me a really long time because they're made with integrity, they're well-made, um, the fibers are good. So you invest in something, though you might spend a little more, you invest in something that you're gonna have long-term. And I think that's ultimately, you know, the best guide to shopping. And then lastly, you can buy vintage and you can buy and you can also swap with friends. We used the remnants of our fabric to make face masks and the lingerie bag that your pajamas came in. Exactly. And hopefully the future is about um, send back programs so that like, you know, when someone is either stained their pajamas or has holes in them, if they've mended them the best they can, if they want they can send them back to you and then you would repurpose them and make them into something new. That is the hope. Where we see fashion going, or where I see fashion going, is that we will not be making any new fibers, that we will use what's already in our system because we have we have more than enough, you know. And the other problem with, people think when they clean out their closet um, and they give it to say like Goodwill or Salvation Army, they think, well, I've cleaned it out. It's like out of sight, out of mind. Well, some of that does stay there and gets sold, but a mm. lot of it ends up in third world countries. And the problem with that is it's killing their economy. So we're creating this vicious cycle because their local artisans and their local tailors and seamstresses are not getting work anymore because they're buying cheap you know, Gap t-shirts or whoever um, that we're like tossing when we're, when we're over it. We don't want to say to people don't buy. Yeah. It's about how do you buy prudently. And, and to look for companies like, you know, your company, for example, you know, you stand for something, you have values, you're giving back to a community. You're not over, you're not overproducing, which, you know, when you overproduce, you make too much a lot of it goes in landfill or they burn it. They literally burn it. No way. Yeah, even huge luxury companies have been kind of condemned in the last few years because they make all this product and they make way too much of it, it doesn't sell. And then because they don't want it out on the market for cheap, right. they burn it. And so supporting brands that are actually trying to do the right thing is really also key. So if if you want to buy, you know, you can you can shop, but shop from the right people. And there's, you know, companies have SR reports, which is social responsibility, on most everybody has it now on their website. Some you can see more transparency, and the other ones you can kind of, you know, you can tell when they're not being authentic and they're either greenwashing or they're full of shit you know yeah. so it's really being conscientious and mindful and it's accessible now for people to see the traceability the more that people ask for this information and the more that we demand you know things be made the right way responsibly the more companies are obliged to change and i think that's also there's you know not everybody is like you and your partner robin doing the right thing there's still people who, you know, create companies and they're just like, we just want to make a buck. And the business also has an obligation. And if you if you're a consumer and you 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 know, you can write to these people, you can tweet to these people, these brands, you can post things on Instagram. They do listen. 
when they feel the heat, they start to listen and they will be obliged to be more transparent. And that's, that is also a big thing because there's a lot of people still hiding in the shadows and we have both the industry has to change and the consumer has to realize their power and their obligation, but it can still be fun. It can still <laughs> I know it sounds really drab, but it can still be fun and it should be fun. That's the thing. Like, I really want people to know that, like, just because I'm saying there's problems, it doesn't mean I don't love creativity and getting dressed up and, you know, like, that's why I'm still here besides wanting to help change the system because I do believe in it. I believe that people need a form of expression. Not all of us can paint or act or write music. Some of us need the form of just getting dressed and putting on makeup and uh, you know wearing a wacky outfit is a form of expression or just getting dressed is our is almost like our safety our barrier in the world some people it makes them feel safe i think it's so inspirational because people do want to feel resilience through community absolutely and sending messages out to people who want to be educated about yeah. slow fashion. For instance, I just learned about slow fashion this year. Now that you know some other facts, you, I'm sure you'll make pivots that you didn't even think of making before. Well, I hope so because you gave me some really good tips. Good. I'm always here to help. I, can, I will be always here to help. Thank you, know. you so much. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you. Thank you, Robin. Sharing all of your knowledge and your beautiful, wonderful heart and face. I'm happy to, to be a part of it and to talk with you and see your beautiful face. Always happy. Bye, Amber. Bye, you guys. Thanks. Pour la femme, for the women. <laughs>